Hi, how Hi. are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, this is your water glass. I'm going to use it. It'll make a nice sound. Cheers to the queers. Cheers to the queers. I'm going to do something here. Let's see. Okay. That was fancy. <laughs> I just pulled the box towards me. I know. It, it, you guys missed a really cool trick that Nicole just did. Shut fuck off. <laughs> In our studio. Yep. <clears throat> In our fancy uh, full-blown studio uh, with all of our crazy sound equipment and uh, our duct tape mic, <laughs> our duct tape, mi- electrical tape mic. I'm sorry, you're right, you're yeah, right, you're right. Yeah, I mean, at least we're, we're professional we enough need to know the, ads. the right tape to use. <laughs> right? Yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe one of these days we'll start the ads. I, I, we need the ads. Yeah, we're gonna start. Them. I we swear, will. we're gonna. We will. We're, we're gonna. Anyway, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. Yeah. How was your week? Um, it's, I think it was good. I'm trying to think of like what. Um, I do have a tooth hanging out of my head, so that's complicated. But other than that, uh, what, how was my week? What did I do this week? Let me think on it real quick. Um, I've been watching a lot of Lost, which is the best show ever. Brilliant. Um, other than that, uh, did I do anything fun? I went to dinner the other night. It's okay. Just a week, I guess. Okay. Nothing stuck out. All right. Well, that's okay. Did it? I don't know. Anyway, how was your week? Like a sore thumb. My week, um, my week's been good. You're the same. I, <laughs> I can't even think of what this last week was. Um, um, I just, oh, you know what I did do that was kind of cool? Okay. This is going to sound weird, right? But it always does, right? So I had a dream the other night, okay? I've been having a lot of weird dreams lately. Now, this sounds really, like kind of esoteric and weird and not my thing but I've been really into this idea of um uh what is that dream where you're kind of in control of it oh yeah uh lucid dreaming okay I was gonna say rancid <laughs> I've been really into rancid dreaming lately. Uh, yeah okay I mean, that is a different kind of I'm, dream I can't really get into my whole nighttime routine um it's a little compulsive and I've always had to say this one thing before I go to bed it's just oh, it's, I've always had to my whole life I probably always will but also I've been thinking a lot about and learning a bit about lucid dreaming and kind of into it yeah. So I've been focusing on some things, right? And I've had some wild fucking dreams lately. That's awesome. Um, mostly the, my dreams, the weirdest dreams are usually I'll wake up at about five. Like my dad used to wake up every morning at four, four or five, and he was up for the day. Okay. I, well, I, I can't even fathom it. But I wake up probably by like five every morning and I could get up. I'm up. But I make myself go back to sleep. And that time before I get, you know, I when I when I went up at like five, and then I go back to sleep and then wake up, wake up. That's usually when I have the wildest dreams. Oh, cool. Um, so I had this really weird dream, right? That I was, my youngest sister Stacy and I lived together in this little cabin on this on the lake, in Gibraltar. Now let me say <laughs> the Lake of Gibraltar. No, no listen, listen. <laughs> Here's a few things. First of all. It, I, you know, we live in Metro Detroit. Gibraltar is um, in the south part of, in the southeastern part of the state of oh, Michigan. Oh, that's a place in Michigan? Yeah. Well, the I only thought you were talking way, about no, like the like <laughs> historical. Yeah. No, the only way that I know it is because of if you take 75 or 275 South, you see the Gibraltar Trade Center. I have never it's, it's, it's basically paid huge flea any market. attention to that. It's a big flea market. Okay. I, I used to go with my mom a bit okay. when I was a kid. I have never once thought of the town of Gibraltar. Ever. I Ever. I cannot. I don't know why. I've never, ever considered it. 
I mean, I, the trade center, like in my, you know, just because I drive by it, I've sure. never once. But in my dream, it was like this, like it was this really special, beautiful little place on this. I don't know how to explain it, but it was like a perfect little lake with all these little houses around it, right, and marinas. And I don't know about you, but I love a good marina. You know, I'm obsessed. I am with- shocked that you actually like well, marina. I'm obsessed with. I. I, I didn't actually get boat nerd vibes off you at all. I'm obsessed. Okay, I'm obsessed with boats. I'm obsessed with marinas. I love maritime industry, anything like that. So it has like this kind of a, maybe a working marina town on this lake okay. in my dream. And it was Gibraltar, which okay. is like, I fucking don't remember. So this weird, this, and it was, it stuck with me, right? So I decided to drive down there the other day. And turns out Gibraltar is a really fucking charming, beautiful little town yeah. on the lake. And I'm like, what is this? Now, it's not, obviously, it's not exactly what my dream was. I was like, going to say, did you find your cabin? It wasn't, no, because it's, but it's more, I don't know, I'm sure you've been uh, on the coast of the Great Lakes. Mm-hmm. The houses are pretty big, usually, and pretty nice. Yeah. This, in my dream, these were like, I know you probably don't know this, but in New England, when people have like little lake homes, they're kind of like these small cabin things. It was more like that in my dream, but these were like big Michigan lake houses, right? But it was a very charming little, like there's a downtown, there's a little library, there's an anchor in the middle, there's little marinas. <laughs> and I'm like, what is my life? Like, I told my sister Stacy, I'm like, I had this dream and I can't stop thinking about it. So I'm going to drive down to Gibraltar and just see. Because yeah. I've never thought about it. It was always the trade center to me. And I went down there and lo and behold, turns out it's a really cute little fucking lake seaside town. Like, and I'm obsessed with those. Like, that's why I love the east side so much. I love the marshes out there. I love going north from St. Clair Shores on that lake road. Uh-huh. Um, you know, my aunt and uncle live up in the top, tip of the thumb, but that before there, there's all these little, um, like, sort of, you know, right past the marshes, there's all these little kind of islands and little peninsulas that go out and canals and the boats go in and out. It's just a really boat heavy centric town. Say canal again. Canals. Wow, you said it really Michigan before. Canals. Canals. Yeah, I, canals. <laughs> I, I do I have that Michigan. Sorry, I got caught up on your No, 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 no. You're from Lime Heights. So. Lime Heights. Anyway, yeah, so that was um <laughs> the most exciting thing I did this week was drive down to the, the beautiful town of Gibraltar. Nice. Everybody from Michigan is like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I, like I said, I didn't even know that place existed. Neither so did I until my dream. Really and then I went there and I was like, well, fuck me. This is a nice little town. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Nice. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I have... So do you ever have, like, do you ever have, like, recurring dreams uh, that are not necessarily recurring, but, like, so I have this place that I go to themes, pretty yeah, sure. regularly in my dream, right? And it's, like, there's, this, I used to call it, like, the campus, and now I just call it my dream palace. And so there's, like, there's really cool buildings there, and I can fly there, and a uh, really beautiful lake. That sounds great. I mean, and there's just a lot going on. Sure. There's like tons and tons of rooms and a really cool elevator that has there's a hidden door with this really crazy staircase and all these really elaborate rooms that I can go through and and it's always in my head been like oh these are other people's apartments and then like as I go through I realize no this is all my stuff I can I live all over this place it's all mine 
You know, um, I I often dream. Uh, I have a couple recurrent themes um, in my dreams. One is cities. I dream a lot about cities. Another is water. Another is houses. I dream a lot about houses with rooms and rooms. And it's always my mom's. It's it, never my mom's house, but it's always in the dream. It's my mom's house. And so I looked that up, and what I read about that was that houses are. Um, it's sort of like a a sign for like um working on yourself like looking through yeah, yourself yeah, looking yeah. through like different rooms and stuff like that is like kind of examining different places and parts within yourself so maybe that's sort of the same thing yeah that's kind if of what i've heard too like rooms, excavating yeah. different parts of your personality cool or stuff yeah absolutely Hi, Evie. Hi, how Hi. are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, this is your water glass. I'm going to use it. It'll make a nice sound. Cheers to the queers. Cheers to the queers. I'm going to do something here. Let's see. Okay. That was fancy. I just pulled the box towards me. I know. It, it, you guys missed a really cool trick that Nicole just did. Shut fuck off. <laughs> In our studio. Yep. In our fancy uh, full-blown studio uh, with all of our crazy sound equipment and uh, our duct tape mic, <laughs> our duct tape mic, electrical tape mic. I'm sorry, you're right, you're yeah, right, you're right. Yeah, I mean, at least we're, we're professional we enough need to know the, ads. the right tape to use. <laughs> right? Yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe one of these days we'll start the ads. I, I, we need the ads. Yeah, we're gonna start. I we swear, will. we're gonna. We will. We're, we're gonna. Anyway, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. Yeah. How was your week? Um, it's, I think it was good. I'm trying to think of like what. Um, I do have a tooth hanging out of my head, so that's complicated. But other than that, uh, what, how was my week? What did I do this week? Let me think on it real quick. Um, I've been watching a lot of Lost, which is the best show ever. Brilliant. Um, other than that, uh, did I do anything fun? I went to dinner the other night. It's okay. Just a week, I guess. Okay. Nothing stuck out. All right. Well, that's okay. Did it? I don't know. Anyway, how was your week? Like a sore thumb. My week, um, my week's been good. You're the same. <laughs> I, I can't even think of what this last week was. Um, um, I just, oh, you know what I did do that was kind of cool? Okay. This is going to sound weird, right? But I always does. Right. So I had a dream the other night. Okay. I've been having a lot of weird dreams lately. Now this sounds really like kind of esoteric and weird and not my thing, but I've been really into this idea of, um, uh, what is that dream where you're kind of in control of it? Oh yeah. Uh, lucid dreaming. Okay. I was going to say rancid. <laughs> I've been really into rancid dreaming lately. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, that is a different kind of I'm, dream. I can't really get into my whole nighttime routine. Um, it's a little compulsive and I've always had to say this one thing before I go to bed. It's just, it's, I've always had to my whole life. I probably always will. But also I've been thinking a lot about and learning a bit about lucid dreaming and kind of into it. Yeah. So I've been 
focusing on some things, right? And I've had some wild fucking dreams lately. That's awesome. Um, mostly the, my dreams, the weirdest dreams are usually I'll wake up at about five. Like my dad used to wake up every morning at four, four or five, and he was up for the day. Okay. I, I, I can't even fathom it. But I wake up probably by like five every morning and I could get up. I'm up. But I make myself go back to sleep. And that time before I get, you know, I when I when I went up at like five, and then I go back to sleep, and then wake up, wake up. That's usually when I have the wildest dreams. Oh, cool. Um, so I had this really weird dream, right? That I was, my youngest sister Stacy and I lived together in this little cabin on this on the lake, in Gibraltar. Now let me say <laughs> the lake of Gibraltar. No, no. Listen, listen. <laughs> Here's a few things. First of all. It, I, you know, we live in Metro Detroit. Gibraltar is um, in the south part of, in the southeastern part of the state of oh, Michigan. Oh, that's a place in Michigan? Yeah. Well, I, I thought you were talking way, about no, like the, like, historical. Yeah. No, the only way that I know it is because of if you take 75 or 275 South, you see the Gibraltar Trade Center. I have never it's, it's, it's basically paid any market. attention to that. It's a big flea market. Okay. I, I used to go with my mom a bit okay. when I was a kid. I have never once thought of the town of Gibraltar. Ever. I Ever. I cannot. I don't know why. I've never, ever considered it. I mean, I, the trade center, like, in my, you know, just because I drive by it. I've sure. never once. But in my dream, it was like this. Like, it was this really special beautiful little place on this I don't know how to explain it but it was like a perfect little lake with all these little houses around it right and marinas and I don't know about you but I love a good marina you know I'm obsessed I'm with... shocked that you actually like well, a marina I'm obsessed with I I I didn't actually get boat nerd vibes off you at all I'm obsessed okay I'm obsessed with boats I'm obsessed with marinas I love maritime industry anything like that so it has like this kind of a maybe a working marina town on this lake okay. in my dream and it was Gibraltar okay. which is like river <laughs> so this weird this, and it was it stuck with me right so I decided to drive down there the other day and turns out Gibraltar is a really fucking charming beautiful little town yeah on the lake and I'm like now it's not obviously it's not exactly what my dream was. I was like, gonna say, did you find your cabin? It wasn't no, because it's but it's more. I don't know. I'm sure you've been uh, on the coast, of the Great Lakes. Mm-hmm. The houses are pretty big, usually pretty nice. Yeah. This in my dream, these were like. I, I know you probably don't know this, but in New England, when people have like little lake homes, they're kind of like these small cabin things. It was more like that in my dream, but these were like big Michigan lake houses, right? But it was a very charming little like there's a downtown there's a little library there's an anchor in the middle there's marinas <laughs> and I'm like what is my life like I told my sister Stacy I'm like I had this dream and I can't stop thinking about it so I'm gonna drive down to Gibraltar and just see because yeah. I've never thought about it it was always the trade center to me and I went down there and lo and behold turns out it's a really cute little fucking lake seaside town like and I'm obsessed with those like that's why I love the east side so much i love the marshes out there i love going north from st Clair shores on that lake road uh-huh. um you know my aunt and uncle live up in the t- tip of the thumb but that before there there's all these little um like sort of you know right past the marshes there's all these little kind of islands and little peninsulas that go out and canals and the boats go in and out it's just a really boat heavy centric town say canal again canals Wow, you said it really Michigan before. Canals. Canals. Yeah, canals. 
I, I do have, I have that Michigan Sorry, accent. Sorry, I got, kind no, of no, got no, 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 no. caught up on your accent. You're from Ohio. Accent. You're yeah. from Lima Heights. So. Lima Heights. Anyway, yeah, so that was um, <laughs> the most exciting thing I did this week was drive down to the, the beautiful town of Gibraltar. Nice. Everybody from Michigan is like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I, like I said, I didn't even know that place existed. Neither so did I until my dream. Really and then I went there and I was like, well, fuck me. This is a nice little town. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Nice. Yeah. I have, you know, I, I have... So do you ever have like, do you ever have like recurring dreams uh, that are not necessarily recurring, but like, so I have this place that I go to theme, pretty yeah, sure. regularly in my dream. Right. And it's like, there's, this, I used to call it like the campus and now I just call it my dream palace. And so there's like, there's really cool buildings there and I can fly there and a really beautiful lake. That sounds great. I mean, and there's just a lot going on. Sure. There's like tons and tons of rooms and a really cool elevator that has there's a hidden door with this really crazy staircase and all these really elaborate rooms that I can go through and and it's always in my head been like oh these are other people's apartments and then like as I go through I realize no this is all my stuff I can I live all over this place it's all mine you know, um, I I often dream. Uh, I have a couple recurrent themes um, in my dreams. One is cities. I dream a lot about cities. Another is water. Another is houses. I dream a lot about houses with rooms and rooms. And it's always my mom's. It's it, never my mom's house, but it's always in the dream. It's my mom's house. And so I looked that up, and what I read about that was that houses are. Um, it's sort of like a a sign for like um working on yourself like looking through yeah. yourself yeah, looking yeah. through like different rooms and stuff like that is, is like kind of examining different places and parts within yourself so maybe that's sort of the same thing yeah that's kind if of what i've heard too like rooms, excavating yeah. different parts of your personality are cool or stuff as fuck. yeah absolutely That wrapped up. That wrapped though. I mean, and wow. You better has a plan. I mean, can we just talk about, first of all. Oh, okay, my God. Well, you know what? Let's set everything up right, okay? We just watched one of the all-time greatest lesbian movies. The 2014. It is up there with Debs. 2004. No, it's. It is up there with Debs. You think so? I do. Do you th- okay? Well, we I mean, get Debs into- hold on, hold on. is still Debs is still number one. We got to get into it. Hold on. Okay. 2014 movie called Girl Trash All Night Long. All night right? long. It started as a web series, um, and it was uh, a YouTube web series. And then it turned into a feature film, and it is a musical feature film. It's musical. It is so um, fucking wonderfully bad. It runs about an hour and twenty three minutes. Or Maybe something like yeah, that. something yeah. like that. Uh, and it is again. It's a musical. It um, is. It is currently available on Amazon Prime for rent at about two dollars a pop. And that's the. I feel like that's the I'm telling movie you, it is 
a really great way to support your community. Um, also, can I just say, so we've really decided to kind of lean into this whole movie thing once a month where we're going to, you know, watch a movie, review it because well, this month is We Eat Our Own. Well, actually, months, it's-, it's because we are a movie critic uh, podcast yeah, now. We're, um, we are the new Roger and Ebert. Is that right? Ebert Roger and Siskel? And Siskel nope. and Ebert. Okay. <laughs> we are Bert and Ernie. We are absolutely Bert and Ernie. We're the Big Bert, Bert and, and Snuffleupagus. We're the Bert and Ernie of films. Anyway, so um, going along with this month's theme, uh, we... I. I've seen the movie a few times and I suggested it because it okay, so Debs is is kitschy and it's, it's pure camp classic. It's camp. pure camp, yeah. But I don't think this is camp. I feel like okay, I'm 50-50 on it. Part of me thinks it's just bad. And then this other part of me watching it with you right now, I was like, wait, I, so I have a real fucking appreciation for this movie. Yeah. I and think I'm it's torn. campy. I'm I really, okay, okay. I do. Th- I don't think okay. they're taking themselves as seriously as I think you thought. Well, here's the thing. First of all, it threw me off that it was made in 2014. I know. I thought, I thought it was like almost 15 years. Ago. I thought for sure 2006, seven. Um, also, uh, just to let you folks know, there the there's so many of the cast members are from the L word, the original L word. Yeah. There's a lot. I mean, a lot of, you know, like we have Tasha, who was Tasha, our wonderful rapper in the beginning there. Um, who was, yeah. I mean, after all that she went through as Tasha, she then had to go through that. <laughs> I mean, I mean wow. to be fair, she was also the only black character and they made her a rapper. Gangster. Like, gangster thug. thug. Somebody who like. But we'll get there. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get there. there. Well, so Tasha. And then there was. um uh nikki nikki hey nikki haley no that's a fucking <laughs> republican we're so bad at <laughs> nikki i can't remember last name but so for you folks who've watched the l word um which i hope you all have that is our I, yeah well, that's it's literally that is um our pledge of allegiance the foundational lesbian material right? so nikki is uh the one who dated our beloved jenny and then i think she hooked up with jane yeah she was the actress Based, actress, her yeah. character was based off of Lindsay Lohan. Nikki Blonsky? No, that's the fucking hairspray girl. <laughs> um, anyway, we don't know her name. So and so there's Nikki. Yeah. Stevens. Nikki Stevens. Yes. Oh, my God. I can't okay. believe oh I God, pulled that so out of my good. ass. Whoa. Wow. Wow. Fucking Re- Regis and fuck. We don't, I don't know anything about anything. <laughs> Who's the film? Who are the film dudes again? Oh, Rogers and Ebert. Yes. No, Siskel and Ebert. Siskel and Ebert. <laughs> We're just filming. Just going anywhere. Anyway, so um, <laughs> we're such a mess. So and then we have uh, Molly. Molly. Molly's which, in there. I, who was uh, Sybil Shepard's daughter who fell in love with Shane. Shane. Molly was with Shane and okay. she was in love with her. As Shane's in love with everybody. Well, it's just obviously it's getting old. And then and then there was also Adele. Adele the one who stole Jenny's. Yeah, Jenny's like a whole life single white female yes, stalker yes, yes. assistant, and she's cheesy in this movie too. Um, and then what else? Is there anyone else? I think that might cover it. Oh, in the very first scene of the movie Girl Trash, there's um, so there's a couple characters, uh, a couple main characters. Oh my god, I can't even think of the blonde's name. 
Oh my god, I can't either. We're gonna have to look that up, and we'll be right back with that. But the other one is named Tyler, right? Now, to me, Tyler is supposed to be, I would think, is like a Shane, right? Yeah, absolutely. so she's sort of like um, a girl who kind of hooks up a lot. Everybody's into her. She has this whole like sort of nonchalant. Daisy, is Daisy. The okay, yes. I don't remember hearing her name. At all. Yeah, I Daisy. I do remember hearing it okay. quite a bit, but well, yeah. I don't remember like <laughs> relating it to her. So Daisy's at the- all. Okay, let's backtrack first real quick. So the two main characters, two main characters, Daisy and Tyler. They're in a band. They're besties. They're best friends. Daisy's like blonde, a little like I. She has kind of an Avril Lavigne vibe with like the necktie thing, kind of be punk, but whatever. Tyler reminds me of Shane. Has the dark hair. It's sort of messy, and they're both a little bit of a mess, yeah. trying to get their shit together in life. Yeah. And so, in the very first scene, Tyler's hooking up with this girl, and Daisy walks in on them. Fun fact, that girl is actually, for all of you other lesbians out there or folks who have watched lesbian movies, Annabelle from the movie Loving Annabelle. Now, this is a cult classic, too, because it's the whole teacher-student thing, and it's a really vulgar, but it was like kind of at a time where it wasn't, again, 2000s, where it wasn't as... You know, we're just not... Now we're finally like, wow, that's really fucked up, yeah. but then it wasn't... It just wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't part so, of the um, but uh, she was a, conversation. Regardless, I'm sure she was of age playing the actress and she's an actress. So she's um, a beloved lesbian actress as well. Um, And then so then we have those two main characters. So Daisy busts in on them making out. Yep. And it's because they're going to be in band slam that night yes. at 1 a.m. Yes. And, you know, because they are rockers. <laughs> This is going to make their entire career. Their entire career. And so, of course, they start singing. So the whole movie kicks off with the song. It's wonderful. What is the first? Isn't that I can't even remember. Long? I can't even think of the first song. Because the big, the other Because songs, the so. next song, which is Who Wants to Get Laid Tonight? Or, raise your hand if you're going to get laid, laid tonight. tonight. Yeah. Yes. So, so basically, through a series of events, Daisy's younger sister wants to come along for the night because she is a sorority girl and is now finding her own lesbian legs, so to speak. Right. Oh, like yeah, lesbian legs. Now I just have to interrupt real quick because again, for all of our, um, sapphic and or other watchers of lesbian cinema or queer cinema, rather, she's going to give you the degrees of separation. Uh, well, this is huge because one of the first queer relationships on TV was, Spencer and Ashley from the show South of Nowhere. South of Nowhere is a Canadian TV show that was uh, lasted a few seasons. I want to say it was five seasons. Kind of as like a Degrassi. It was a teenage show. Well, they were a lesbian character, Ashley and Spencer, and they were adorable. And it was a, a very charming show. You know, as problematic as it was, but like also it's high school. You know, so of course they were like struggling with their sexuality and stuff, but it's so the Two other girls in this movie are Spencer and Ashley. And and so that was kind of like a cute nod. Like, it's funny that this whole movie has so many, like, iconic lesbian characters from other lesbian movies. And they're all straight in real life. They actually are. (laughs) No, to be fair, they are. I know. I was looking them up as we're watching and I'm like, really getting more and more disappointed as we go. Because they're in multiple lesbian things, you know? Yeah. It's just like. Gabriel Christensen uh, was, I was so surprised. I've actually like. I mean, considering, I'm just going to say, you couldn't have found some lesbians, some actual lesbians. If there's any time that 
Well, no, because this is 2014. But I do think they were also like kind of banking on all of these people who had been in lesbian movies before. And that's why they used them in the movie. That's but other true. than that, in, in the L word and stuff, it just there were not many queer actors and actresses out. Yeah, they were all the side characters. And and they, yeah, yeah. They weren't like open and out. Like yeah. it just didn't they now, were guest it's, spots every it's now so and again. different yeah. now. For sure. But um Spencer and Ashley were huge. They were that was a big thing that happened then. It was just not common and so it's really cute that they were kind of the co-stars in this movie. And the whole movie is a mess. It's basically about uh, the Daisy's the, younger sister who's trying to hook up with this brown-haired girl who is, um, I don't even know her name, but it's Ashley in the other movie. And then she's in love with Tyler. And Yeah, I mean, the movie, the premise of the movie is they're going to make it big because they're going to be in Band Slam. And little sister wants to get laid tonight for the first time. Yes. She wants to have her first sex on a trampoline or something like that. And so, so it's basically like a series of events like throughout one evening. Yep. And it's a really long fucking night, man. They go to jail that, I mean, like Tasha's character, um, the, the gangster. Yeah. Like, she gets out of jail at the beginning of the movie, tracks them down, and, and you know, she needs the money from Tyler. Yeah, and they don't get into why Tyler owes her money, but Tyler owes her a very specific amount of money. $4,000 and some... Yeah, and so... $932.75. And, and so Tasha's following Tyler around the whole movie. So, of course, there has to be, like, sort of a dramatic arc where, like, they're running away from somebody... Plus, you know, they're all trying to like, well, Colby's trying to date. Um, I can't ever think of her name, so I'm just going to say Ashley. Colby's the younger sister. Yeah, Colby's trying to date Ashley. And then the other blonde, it, towards more towards the middle, has an ex-girlfriend who she wants to impress. But this ex-girlfriend is fucking heartless. Oh, my God. <laughs> she asked her why they broke up. And she said because she didn't have any talent. Yeah, she's like, what? So, so the uh, Daisy sees her ex girlfriend and goes up to her and is like, you know, her ex girlfriend is canoodling with another woman, and Daisy's like, well, what does what does she have that I don't have? And and the ex girlfriend literally looks at her and is like, talent, <laughs> which is harsh. I mean, I mean, wow. I, would, I feel like I would melt on the spot. Like I would just like, sink into myself and be like, okay, yeah, and, that was harsh. So this movie, though, the the element of Tasha's character, which I can't remember her fucking name in the movie, but we're just going to call her Tasha because yeah. everybody knows Tasha. Yeah. Um, I'm unsure what that character added or what that part of the plot added to the movie in terms of anything. I mean, they like I feel like they I feel like Tasha is fairly beloved in the way that she's she's really attractive Sure. I don't, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think they did her well in the L word at all. I think they made Tasha and Alice a really toxic couple just in general. They weren't good. They didn't seem happy. Like there were moments that were cute. They could have played on a little bit. And also again, sure. That's how relationships are, but it's a TV show. So like, you know, it's hard to like just stick in it with the bad stuff. And I feel like they made Tasha like the almost like almost the villain in a way whereas like alice even though alice did all the fucked up things like listen i love alice but re-watching the l word alice is the worst she's 
horribly like <laughs> transphobic, misogynistic. She's homophobic. She's everything. Yeah, she she's is. the worst. But we're getting back to girl trash. Yes, but but I feel like so they kind of like wanted Tasha to be in it, and maybe she was in it, and then they just did not use her properly. I mean, at all. first of all, it it it's an unnecessary subplot, like them winning the battle of the bands was not necessary in order to pay her back. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that was the plot to begin with was the battle of the bands thing. And then the Colby getting late. Right. I mean, that's, that's the whole plot. So yeah. like having this subplot come in was unnecessary. And it felt to me like they just needed an excuse to add a character of color. Yeah. And they sure. did it in like the most, racist possible way you know that's, what i mean that's like what i mean yeah the like, one they did her fucking dirty. black character is the gangster and in in her her leopard print heels she looked <laughs> good killed me. Um, no to be fair she did look good she did look good she but also yeah. this leopard print heels coming out of prison she, was kind of hilarious she walked around with a golf club just hitting things <laughs> like you can't like, I know if somebody owes you money and you want to kill them, like, you have to be a little more, like... And somehow she manages to find them no matter where they go. Yeah. There were a lot of plot holes. So many plot holes. And that's okay. Because yeah. I'm not looking to this movie for a great plot or great acting or great anything, really. I'm looking at it for a fun time. And yes. boy, does it deliver. It does. So, my question is, since, I mean, obviously this is the movie we're focusing on tonight, but... To be fair, our whole the whole theme yes. is eating our own. Have you seen good lesbian movies? <laughs> I mean, I I'm just gonna I just want to I just want to ask like flat out. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you have. Uh huh. What one? Fried green tomatoes. Okay, so I haven't seen it. I know you haven't. And that's wild because one time when I was young, this girl walked me to this place and she told me this. Like I was I was moving to Florida as a kid, right? Um, and well, I was planning to move back or something and it was like, I don't know, early teens, but she walked me to this place, showed me the story about how there was a lake there and these ducks and they flew away or something. I can't remember the context, but I do remember finding out later that it was a story from fried green tomatoes. And it was like this really special moment and it completely went over my head, <laughs> but I still remember it forever. And then also like, I've seen so many little clips and stuff. I'm like, God, this movie looks beautiful. But um, I don't do sad, so it's kind of hard to. And I heard it was really sad, but it's I don't know. Really, so I need it's, to, it's, it's, it's a, a worthwhile watch. Yeah. yeah, it's a worthwhile watch for sure. I remember the first lesbian movie I ever saw. Well, no, actually, the first lesbian movie I ever saw was The Incredible True Adventures of Two Girls in Love. Have you ever seen that? Oh yeah, that was adorable. Oh my god, do you know the blonde girl? You know who that is? No. You remember the blonde girl who's the main girl? It was like the butch lesbian. No, because it's it was been a million so years many years. Okay, since so I've it's seen that it's movie. a blonde actress, um, little skinny tomboy, and then um, a really femme, beautiful black girl, and they're together. She's the black girl's really rich. The blonde girl's really poor. It's like this whole like whatever. The blonde girl is fucking Laurel uh, Laurel Holloway or whatever. It's Tina, young Tina from the Hours. Holy shit! Yes, yes. I oh my god, like, really? Right? Yeah. That was the first lesbian movie I ever saw. But interesting, there's another straight woman playing multiple queer characters. No, what are you doing? The straight other people, what are you doing? <laughs> the other one that I saw that really stuck with me was Lost and Delirious. 
I don't know if I've seen that one. Oh my God, Evie, I went to see it by myself at the Main Art Theater when I was like a teenager. Oh, like, no, maybe 20s or something. And it was Piper Parabu and this other girl, I can't think of her. And it was this horrible relationship at a boarding school, breakup, fucking tragic, Ani DeFranco, sad music, beautiful movie. And, like, I love it. People watch it now and they sort of make fun of it. I think it's beautiful. Did you ever see High Art? Oh, my God. I haven't thought of that movie forever. And um, that was an excellent queer movie. It was sad, though. Yeah. Well, you know, lots of them were sad. Yeah, that's true. Gia. Gia was excellent. I loved Gia. Actually, speaking of, because we're, I mean, we're going to tonight, but the love of my life, Elizabeth Mitchell. Oh, my God. The blonde from Gia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (sighs) Julia and Loss. She's my favorite. Anyway. She's your favorite. We'll get into her later. Um, I'll get into her later. (laughs) Uh, I just, just like a ham. <laughs> Where's my ham boy? <laughs> Look at that ham boy. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, it's again. I mean, I really do feel like we eat our own because I am so critical of all these movies. Like, loving Annabelle. I mean, obviously, there's problematic elements with the teacher-student relationship. Um, I thought it was bad before I really put thought into whether or not it was appropriate. Uh huh. And if I didn't think about being appropriate, overall, it wasn't a bad movie. I'm just in this, like, natural state of thinking lesbian movies are bad. Yeah. Which is shitty. Yeah. Well, a lot of them are. I mean, most of the time, they're very low budget. Yeah. And so, you know, you don't have all of the bells and whistles. You don't have, like, you know... 12 people at a writer's table you've got like one you know what oh, I mean that's a good you point. don't have all these that. like extra like perspectives and things going into things do you know what I'm saying and you've got pretty uh minimal crew you know what I mean you know I mean I would think that there's just not as much I didn't think about that that way that's that's really smart Especially the writer part. Yeah, I guess there's not a million people thinking about the script. And and, and different ways that it could go and, and like, you know, fine-tuning ideas and brainstorming through things. You know what I'm saying? It was just sort of like probably like one or two people. And I mean, so yeah, I mean, there are a lot of plot holes. Yeah. And the songs are pretty bad. Like the songs on Girl Trash were literally terrible like there's no hook there's barely rhyming if at all like night and night really rhymed well together in that one song they did their best to avoid every beat absolutely <laughs> they worked so hard to miss they every were trying beat. to miss the rhythm every single part of and the they succeeded yeah, yeah absolutely <sighs> i mean it was i you know well i don't know what was your favorite part of the movie um, okay, so I guess because I it's a little nostalgia for the whole like Spencer Ashley thing. Um I liked their scenes together. We talked a little bit about this off air. Sounds so professional <laughs> off air. And we're on air now. But um I think there's something to be said for people who have spent a long time in a relationship on a TV show or a movie. There has to be some level of another type of relationship right like a a comfort in and i mean chemistry even aside i've seen people even with like not amazing chemistry but still you can see there's sort of a love there you know and i mean not like in in love even though i feel like i would fall in love 
can be breaking it that much, but like a love between two people. And well, I, I think feel that's like they probably that. why like a lot of like showmances happen, right? Yeah. Where people like when they're on, you know, shows together, yeah. you know, they end up getting together and then like shows peter off and the relationship dies well like i was i was mentioning to you earlier um one tree hill is one of my favorite shows and it was on for nine seasons and we're talking 23 episodes a season so it's not like a you know like the shows now (laughs) 23 episodes in an hour long each it's that's a long ass time to be on the air and a long time to record um and you know the best couple out of the whole show is nathan and Haley. they get together in the first season within the first five episodes they start and they get married at you know spoiler alert but this was also in like 2003 so whatever but they get married um midway through and then they're married for all nine seasons and i mean how do you like you that is that many years of your life acting with this one person that you're with i mean how do you not sort of uh, that has to be like another marriage in your life in some ways even though it's not like there, you know, you can only. I, don't, I feel like your body can't really tell that you're acting all the time. Like I feel like there are just actual natural responses. Oh yeah, for and sure. You're, you're doing all this with another person. Yeah. Like what? Like I said, I was telling Evie, um, you know, in the podcast called Drama Queens, the girls from One Tree Hill, um, they talk all about. They recap the episodes and they get fan questions. And somebody asked her if you ever have dreams or you know all these feelings about James, who is the character she was married with married to for the whole thing she's like absolutely we're married in half of my dreams in life like so i feel like the my favorite thing on that show girl trash was like that was spencer nashley and you could see that kind of like love between them you know and it was like oh like it's hard to i think that was a the best thing that they did for that movie was get all these characters that do work in the lesbian queer space because as much as we eat our own, we also have to sort of support our own. Right. So there's sort of that like, okay, this is ridiculous, but I'm still going to watch you and stand up for you. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I highly recommend everybody watching this film. <laughs> watch it immediately. Like it's so worth the watch. Oh, and and the other thing that that kept changing throughout the, the night was Colby's hair. <laughs> Even though she had the same style throughout the entire <laughs> movie like she so her, she wore her hair straight and long and she had a bump the she bump. had the like she had her hair in like a front bump but like at first it starts off with the like barrette or the bobby pins or whatever holding her hair like really close to her forehead so it's just maybe like an an inch yeah long on her head you know next thing you know Suddenly the barrette is at the back of her head and it's this really long bump strip that's yeah. on top of her head. Well, they, they, and then yeah. it moves back to the front of her head. I feel like they didn't have a lot of production there. It was really, I mean, wonderful. All the little it, details, I just absolutely adore. It, yeah, it's, it's, it was. I mean, one of my favorite scenes was after they got arrested, which I'm not exactly clear on why they got arrested. So Tasha character like hunts them down at the sorority. Colby's in a sorority. They need to get $5,000 to pay the Tasha character. They And Tasha somehow finds them at the sorority, which no idea how she finds them. And she's attacking 
she's coming after them with a golf club. The golf club. She, the ubiquitous and, golf club. And she gets tased by campus security, who is our, one of our friends from. Uh, Real. <laughs> That's uh, Chaffin from Framingham State Penitentiary. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Jackie's Packy. Jackie's Packy. <laughs> oh, God. Real Housewives of South Boston will serve us forever. I mean, forever. Forever. So We all know where your Packy is, so Jackie. Tasha gets tased. <laughs> And then the rest of them end up in jail. And I'm really unsure about why that they ended up in jail when they were the, when, that's, you know, that's a plot hole with a lot of movies. I see so often where there's like a group of people and one person's doing something and they get arrested and they all are sitting together in the same cell in jail. It was so like, it doesn't, it doesn't, but then when they get released, this is, this is where, this is where uh, oh, yeah. one of my favorite parts though is when they get released and, um, the mom comes to bail them out and then they're sitting stuck in traffic and then they all like jump out of the car and start singing and dancing. in LA traffic, not yeah. dancing really just walking and singing and knocking on people's windows and jumping on top of their yeah. car hoods. And it was just, it's listen, fan no, fucking tap. To be fair, musicals are pretty out of pocket. The, they Look absolutely at- are. But the best part about this musical, okay? So musicals are out of pocket in the sense that like everybody will join in and sing and dance and stuff, right? But on this one, they were actually like acknowledging that the person was singing. Like, why is she singing right now? Do you know what I'm saying? So it was like, they didn't do it like classical movie style or musical style in the way that like everybody participates because nobody else got out in traffic and started backing them up and singing with them. They all just kind of acted like, huh, I don't even know what's going on right now. Nobody's even knocking on my car window. Nobody's jumping up on top of my car. I mean, nobody was engaging in that way that they normally do in a musical yeah if that makes any like sense. a la la land and la they la were land really scene like a, yeah acknowledging that people were singing and it was just kind of weird in that way that being said though i don't know if i can really pinpoint a very favorite scene is it tough for you? Because I mean, is. there's so many good. There's you, so many good ones. You loved this movie. I saw you the whole time, and you were like beaming. I was in. I I I 100 bought in. Okay, that's you know? a, I mean, but you're not joking, right? Like you really liked it. No, I loved it. Like I really had fun watching I love it. That. Okay, that's like, such a good thing. And that's the thing. Like I think it's a terrible movie. Don't get me wrong. Like it's but it's like, not nearly as as bad as like um oh the, the velocipaster right the sure. the one that we watched like the production yeah, quality yeah. was way better i mean the acting was better everything that, was better yeah. but at the same time it's there's just so much cringy about it cringe is a factor but i have a question though real quick so i thought this movie was made in like early 2000s it was made in 2014 i did too but like also if this movie was made now with references to now and the actresses were you know had middle parts and portrayed everything now do you think it would be as cringy i mean do you think they did a bad job because i don't think they did a bad job i don't know i'm i'm i think they did a ridiculous job like with 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 tasha um that that actually might be one of my favorite points though is when they start that rap 
because that honestly made my jaw like drop yeah. to the floor. I was just like, I, I, what it, is happening right I know now? It's so bad. But could also, you get more racist? Right? Please. Like look, the one, the one quote unquote rap song in it. You know what I mean? And it's just like, yeah. oh my God, how bad is this? It's bad. But like, it's also, if you look it up on Spotify, it's it's a good fucking song. 2 a.m. It's, it's ridiculous. 2 a.m. God, fuck. I don't know. Um, I hate it and I love it. And that's how I feel about lesbian media. We eat our own. Yeah. I hate love it. Yeah. I'll watch it. But you know what's really funny, though, is the lesbian movies that I've been, like, told so many times that were really good. Like, Carol. I have tried to watch Carol no less than five times. Yeah. And I've never succeeded. Ooh, you know another really good lesbian movie huh? that's excellent um, from years ago? Amy and Jaguar. Did you ever watch that no. one? It's so good. I think it's probably a German film. Um, yeah, leave it to, like... Some other fucking country yeah. to do a really good lesbian movie. But it's about, it's a true story. And it's about these women who um, lived during World War II and were in love. Oh, nice. And one of them was Jewish. And Why one of them, nice? Like, and one of them was a German woman. And so it's like this whole, I mean, and it's all I'm true. all over that. I need so to watch that. Good. Yeah. And they, well, they were together for like years and years. Oh and my years. God. So, I mean that. And it is a beautiful story. There's um, some really so good ones. That, there but- really are. And this one was just not that. No. But what it was, was a really fun, like, romp. You know what I mean? I it was, was like a silly, a romp, yeah. full, like, silly night. It's like one of those, you know, almost like a buddy comedy where, sure, sure. you know, it's it's the mishaps of, of one single night that happened in the lives of these people. And like, so on that score, you know, I mean, it succeeded, right? I mean, like it was ridiculous. It was the longest night of, of my life. Like I can't even imagine how they did all of those things. I love it. Yeah. In one night and you know, the hair plot holes and the, you know, the, the racism and all of the other things, um, Really didn't help the movie at all. No. But it is just so cringely, cringely. I, I totally it's, just made up a word. It is cringely. And it's, I mean, that's that's what we, uh, fuck. I don't understand why it is the way that, like there are a few, imagine me and you, or imagine you and me, whatever. I don't know how it goes, but great <laughs> fucking lesbian movie. <laughs> You know, I, I can't get through Carol. I'm sure it's great. It's super boring to me, but I'm sure it's great. Everybody's <laughs> going to kill me for that. Um, You're getting your tester revoked. I know. There's so many, like, you know, not so many. There's a couple of Zoom movies that are supposed to be. Oh, what was that one that um, uh, the portrait, portrait of Lady? Good Lord, that was fucking good. Yeah, I didn't see the it. The Am- Am- Amorite or Amorite or whatever. Am I right? Am, Am I right? Ammonite. I don't fucking know. <laughs> anyway, it looks so dated and stinky. I cannot get into it. So it's it's hit or miss for me. But Girl Trash was um kind of an in your face. Fuck off. We're gonna do a musical. Yeah. Um. Here's every lesbian that you've ever seen in any lesbian thing. So pretty much ten yeah. out of ten. Um. I will give it. I'll give it a seven out of ten. I'm okay. knocking points for the racism. 
I would say, yeah, I would say. Otherwise, it was a really rollicking yeah, good time, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and the racism was would such a watch bummer. Again. It really is. I mean, I love that Tasha was in it, and I mean, she obviously wanted to do it, but like also the way that they just centered her as this sort of like rapper criminal. Was yeah, really I mean, it was fucked. it was just an unnecessary, like I said, unnecessary subplot. They could have fit characters of color in anywhere else. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like sure. they could have just been regular fucking people they didn't have to be gangsters yeah you know with uh leopard print heels <sighs> no i mean physically i don't care i don't care what you say she looked fucking good absolutely that, that fucking it's jacket. just those leopard print heels right yeah, out of prison man thing, every single time it I, it kills me i am looking for a woman who is going to wear leopard print heels out of prison if you're in prison hit me up <laughs> Because Norway, Only if you have no, leopard listen, print, Norway yes. obviously isn't working. The UK isn't working. Australia, listen, hey, I'm into Australia. down under, but it's not fucking working. Nobody's hitting me up. So hey, put that shrimp on the barbie and call Nicole. It's never gonna <laughs> fucking happen now. Oh my god, it! I apologize, and it's never gonna happen now. Prison, hit me up. <laughs> Let's get to crushes. Crushes. Crush it, Nicole. Crush. Do you have one? Yes, 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 yes. Oh my god, I have the biggest crush the ever. Crush, crush, crush. Literally the biggest crush ever. Who do you have the crush on? Elizabeth Mitchell. Oh yes, you don't Elizabeth even, you Mitchell. Don't, nobody knows. She is the she is most attractive actress ever. Ever. First of all, um, she okay. I kind of I feel like I first like noticed her from Gia, which is a terribly yeah. tragic movie. Very sad story, but. Angelina Jolie, Elizabeth Mitchell. Um, and then past that, she is uh, Juliet on Lost. And Lost is, again, I'm watching it right now. But um, also she was on uh, this Netflix film or Netflix show that came out recently called First Kill, which is a lesbian show that Ooh. was canceled. No, Netflix. Fuck Netflix. They cancel everything. Ugh. Everything lesbian, they cancel. Um, she's also been in like a million little things. She's in a million different like shows. She's just that actress that's and everything and yeah. she's so like she's literally one of the most attractive people on the planet to me ever ever forever forever and, and ever and ever plus, she, one of the books that i read every night you know i told you i read like oh, seven yeah. books yeah she's a protagonist in one of them in my head oh okay I, I see. That She's she. You picture her. Yeah, as yeah. The, I yeah. have to. I have to. I always have to picture an actress because I have to have somebody in my head that's like readily available that I can see. Yeah. Or doesn't like it. I get too anxious about it. So, okay. um, uh, yeah. She's one of them. She's a big one, and one I listen to all the time. So. She's also that character, which would not make sense to anybody else. So I'm not gonna get into that. But <laughs> yeah, she's gorgeous, and I literally am in love with her. So. What about you? Oh, crush? my crush tonight is Angela Robinson. Oh, tell me more. Do you know who that is? No. No, you don't. But that is the woman who did the movie that we watched tonight. <gasps> girl Trash? She did Girl Trash. Shut up. Yeah. But not only that, she also did, are you ready for this? Yes. She directed Debs. Okay. Jordana Brewster. I'm just also one of my say, other protagonists. And all the time. I did at, and I didn't even know that before we started recording, and I did put it up there with Debs. Okay. Debs is great. If you guys haven't seen that's complete camp. It's so good. So good. 
And yeah, and then she uh, she created she actually created the online series Girl Trash and nice. then adapted it for film. Okay, so and apparently she also wrote and directed the film Professor Marston and the Wonder Women. Did you watch that? No, I haven't watched okay, it yet, so but I have the book. When we're talking about good movies, that's one of those that's good. It's that sat with me for so long. First of all, you know, not to be like vulgar, but also to be vulgar because, you know, we are sexual beings. That is one of the hottest movies ever. Like, I'm not super into dudes, so the dude could like kind of like whatever for me, but he's not terrible. But like the women in that, it is one of the hottest movies ever. Ever. Okay. okay. It's so good. Watch it. I will. I will. Absolutely. I mean, I've read the book, so. Oh, she's really good. Yeah, yeah, she really is. I mean, Elizabeth Mitchell is my love, but she's really good. Yeah. Love you, Angela. Thank you. Oh, also she's Sorry um, we made fun of you your movie, but we loved yeah. it. Yeah. Elizabeth Mitchell is frozen in Once Upon a Time. Elsa. Frozen from Elsa. Elsa from Frozen. One of I'm one so of confused about what you just said. She's frozen. <laughs> In Once Upon I'm a Time too. and Listen, then Elsa. I'm, I'm, struggling. And then I'm struggling a little right now. You know that. Um, <laughs> Elsa from the movie Frozen. Uh-huh. So Once Upon a Time is like Oh, this, so like, she's in, she's the in voice the, in the, for the no, 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 no. She's in. So the show Once Upon a Time is about a woman who goes to this uh, town in Maine called Storybrook, and it ends up being all of the famous, like, stories and tales that we've heard our whole life come to life and they bring frozen in eventually elsa and anna and elizabeth elizabeth mitchell i can't say that right now elizabeth mitchell portrays um elsa so she's in once upon a time i i don't even know what once upon a time is it's a good show it's like a fun it's a show? Yeah, I said it's so it's a show about a woman who moves to a town called Storybrook. <laughs> I, I get it, but yeah. I also didn't get it, right? It didn't like just get it. Didn't stick. you know I have head trauma right now? I know you do have head trauma, so we should probably go. We should. Something very bad happened tonight mid recording. We're fine and it's fine. Everybody's fine. It's fine. I have one less tooth because it fell out of my Nicole head while no we were, longer has a tooth while we were recording. So I have a little head trauma and so I'm a little worked up about it. But be weird. Stay queer. Oh, Keep and check teeth. us out on the socials. Be careful with hockey. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Tonight. What? Tonight. Raise your hand if you're, you're going to get, get laid tonight. If you're going to get spayed tonight. Paid. Not spayed. Or spayed tonight. tonight. If you're going to get um, gray tonight. <laughs> <laughs>